Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Kim Daly. Kim, you are the CEO and founder of The Daily Coach, and that's Daily, D-A-L-Y, Coach. And you're well known in many circles as the franchise expert. Uh, And again, your website is thedailycoach.com. And again, there's no I in there. It's just D-A-L-Y, coach.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here today, Josh. Well, Kim, um, how did you find yourself? I mean, and I know you've got some really interesting experiences, uh, but how did you find yourself in the franchise world? It's not obvious. Doesn't every little girl wake up and go, oh, I want to be a franchise consultant. (laughs) Some girls want to be princesses. Others want to go in the franchise world. Well, ironically enough, that's actually where it started. So I, from the time I was little, Josh, I, I always wanted to serve God by serving other people. I've just always had a heart for inspiring people. And I actually grew up in the Miss America pageant organization. So ironically enough, I did want to be a princess. Wow. Um, And so I, but how does one do that, right? So I decided to become a doctor and after 16 years of 4.0 grade point average, finished my undergrad in pre-med and decided, oh, I'm tired. I need a break. I answered a classified ad in the newspaper that ultimately changed my life. But then one day at 40 years old, I woke up sitting in a hotel waiting to go out before a live audience to talk about franchising. And I had this like lightning bolt moment where I realized Oh my God, I thought that I deviated from my path and the whole time God was working it all together. And I woke up one day at 40 and realized, look at you, you're a motivational speaker. That's how you do it, Kim. (laughs) Wow. And again, um, did you have any hesitation to be quote unquote a motivational speaker? Um, Because I I don't know, I, I, I know for me, I was very hesitant to do much say speaking or teaching or brand myself as an expert on growing a business because I was I was afraid that you know people would say, well he's just teaching people to get rich blah 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 I had hang-ups about that I don't know if you did at all or if you were worried at all about the imposter syndrome or maybe you just kind of were able to very clearly look at your experiences and go you know what I know a few things that are very valuable and I don't mind sharing those where were you on that matrix if as you will if you will well, the, the funny part is that like I, I call myself a motivational speaker now, but it's by default because mm-hmm. when people come to me, they often find me in a state when they're in transition, they're at a fork in the road, they're thinking about, they've maybe just been let go from corporate America, and I've been trained as a franchise consultant to help people explore franchise opportunities. So that's what I've been doing for the last 18 years, that through counseling, thousands of people at a juncture in their life where they could go this road or this road and helping them to see how they could use franchising and business ownership to maybe propel their life in a direction where they would feel more passion and they would wake up every day excited about who they were and what they were going to do and how they could be in control of their life. 
well, so then by di- by default, 18 years later, I like woke up and was like, look at me, I'm a motivational speaker. So I didn't actually mm. like wake up one day and say, that's what I want to be. I mean, yeah. I did when I was 15 years old, but then I realized at 40 that that's where God had, had led me. And every day I get to sit here in my office and meet people from all over the country who are thinking about using franchising as job replacement or right. as an investment and coach them to what that means and the truth of franchise ownership. And But by first getting clear with them on their motivations and what drives them to want to think about business ownership through franchising and then teaching them what franchise ownership or business ownership through franchise ownership is. I'm pretty sure that most people know what the answer to this might be, but I'm really curious uh, at at your answer. So someone might look at franchise and say, well, okay, so I can buy this cleaning business franchise or I can buy into this cleaning business franchise or uh, this restaurant uh, or... I'll just start my own. I don't want to pay them $100,000 or whatever the franchise fee is or the rev share is. I want it all for myself. Uh, What's your take on, here's why you might want to reconsider. Okay, it's such a great question. It's a big, a big question I deal with every day. But I think the best way to, I always try to go back to my own life experience. So I did break off and start several businesses on my own back in my 20s. And I I realized that I needed systems. Like I always could make money, but it was very fly by the seat of my pants. And and so I wanted people to support me. I wanted systems. I wanted to build something of value. And that's when I turned to franchising because I am a consultant with a company that is set up very much like a franchise. It's called Franchise. So the, and then looking at the time that we're in now, this COVID time, I, I tell people, look, I'm 48 years old and I am completely unemployable, <laughs> right? So and people are like, and I'm like, no, like not because I can't be bought with money because I can't be bought with money because my time is more precious than any amount of money that somebody would want to pay me. And that's what I'm selling. I'm not selling franchising. I'm selling freedom. I'm selling life. I'm selling passion. And so when we look at the fees that you have to pay in a franchise, they're just, when you look at how you can scale a franchise business to a much bigger business than most entrepreneurs can ever figure out how to do, the fees are a wash. so it's just a, getting them to a point of understanding yeah. what the value is. And what I was going to say is during COVID, you know, I've always known that I'm unemployable. My dad would say probably, Kimberly, since the time you were two, no one was going to be the boss of you. <laughs> so uh-huh. I probably always have been, been an entrepreneur my entire life, but I'll probably never start another business from scratch because if people give me the opportunity, I can explain to them and show them what that means. The fees can always be justified if you're in the right partnership with the right leadership. Yeah. Um, so I think then that let's say that there's someone that's, they, they've always worked in corporate America. They, you know, you and I have had, you know, somewhat of a luxury of being in that business ownership uh, mindset. And we've, you know, we've obsessed, we've lived every day thinking about it and learning about it. But someone who's only worked in corporate America kind of sees this out. You know, it's, it's, I envision it's kind of like, you know, they're working in an office and they're looking out and they're seeing all these other people out the window and they're like, it looks like they're doing something different from me. Um, it looks 
cool, but man, oh, I'm scared about the risk or health benefits or whatever it might be, right? Whatever those obstacles are, security would probably be the biggest thing I would imagine. Um, and so a franchise gives them, you know, a, a lot more support than they would get if they were to just you know, go out and say, I'm going to start a podcast and I'm going to go and be a consultant and la-di-da, here I go. Like, good luck. You know, it's, you know, uh, I, you know, the advantage of a franchise, of course, is it, it provides a lot of structure for people that are coming into that world with a, a wide variety, an infinite variety of backgrounds and experiences. And it's structured in a way so that everybody's, you know, it's structured so that people succeed. Correct. When you buy a franchise, Josh, what you're actually buying, though, is a relationship. So when most people come to me, they're very, I say, widget focused. Oh, my community needs a UPS store. Hey, I see that line at Chick-fil-A. I'd love to own one of those. And my whole uh, approach with people is very different. So I'm going to look at what motivates you. And this goes back to what you were just saying, like to the security. I'm like, is a corporate job really that secure? I mean, most of the people who find me, find me when they've been laid off. So you tell me, is your corporate job really that secure? Is starting a business really that risky? If you can look at a franchise concept that has a proven track record or history where they disclose to you in their, in their legal documentation that 90% of their owners have been successful or 95% of their owners have been successful over a certain number of years, why, why is it really that risky? If you yeah. can learn from someone like me how to dive into the research and know that you're doing really good due diligence, that's what I coach people to, to, the, to be competent in the research that they're doing so that they can be confident in their final decision. So we're buying a relationship with people who've already figured out how to make money. And you know, as a business owner, that the majority of um, business owners, it's the finding customers part that's the hardest, right? Mm. So I... In 2011, I became yep. one of the number one franchise consultants in the country. And I always share my, my experience with my candidates, not, not to brag, I mean, definitely to build their confidence that I, yeah. I know what I'm doing, but to, because it's relevant to help them understand that I can coach them to being the number one in whatever they do. Because what I did wasn't magic to Kim Daly. What I figured out in my business back in 2011 is applicable to any business out there. So I teach, not only do I help people figure out what's the right business by bringing them a relationship and helping them understand that it is the relationship they're buying. It's the leadership, but then also, um, a widget that they're going to be excited to, to represent and sell. But then I coach them through how do you actually figure out what's the right business for me mm. and how can I be successful? Everybody wants to focus on the failure. And I'm like, spin that around. Yeah. Don't focus on the people where it didn't work out. Let's go meet the people who have mastered the model because they are the role models. And I've mastered what I've done in Franchise Consultant consulting. Other consultants have come to me. There's another guy in the country who came to me and said, I want to play at the level you play at. Mm -hmm. After I figured it out, I told him what I did. I kind of gave him my science and now he doubles what I do. And I'm like, God bless you. Right? Like that's, that's, that's a compliment to me. Like the CEO of franchise always loves to say that rising tides raise all ships. So when I, when I excel and I do better and I have more to give, 
all of a sudden I became a better coach to my people that want to buy a franchise because now I know how to coach them to the top level in whatever they do. Mm, yeah. Uh, so, okay. So uh, what I'd love to hear right now, and you're going to love this, right, is please share with us, uh, you know, with me, uh, maybe a couple stories of people that you've had the opportunity to work with um, and what the experience has been for them. So let's say, I guess the kind of that perfect story would be, all I know is I was just working a regular job and I wanted to be my own boss and I started working with Kim Daly and poof, all of a sudden now I own a franchise and my wildest dreams come true. Okay, please tell us that story without the characterization. <laughs> okay, I, I kind of like that though. Yeah, 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 right, right. You need to write a testimonial for you, by the way. That's the perfect testimonial formula right <laughs> Yeah, I'm there. calling you. All well, I know is I started working with that Josh Ellis feller. <laughs> Okay, so getting aside, well, a shameless plug, if you go to my website, thedailycoach.com, I have hundreds of testimonials. I'm so proud. I ask every single person that I invest time with, whether they buy a franchise or not, because a lot of times people go through my process to figure out that the investment isn't right for them, but that's okay. My job isn't to make everybody an owner. My job is to teach you, to, to lead you to your own truth of yes or no. And a lot of times it's timing. So I have lots of testimonials. I even have video testimonials where you can hear executives in career transition share what their experience in working with me did for them and how it changed their lives. But a, a couple quick stories. So the one that comes to mind, I was just speaking with this woman yesterday. Um, she came to me and she was really, really risk averse. She had never, she's kind of in a finance or an accounting. So never been in a forward facing role in her business career, her entire life. She was in her mid fifties. She had a pretty good nest egg, but she was very hesitant to invest that nest egg in herself Mm. because she just never ran a business before. And so knowing, you know, taking her through my process and knowing what I know about different franchisors, one of the things I wanted to match her with was a company that had a very strong track record of success with unsurpassed leadership, a giant in their industry. And I brought her a company called Supercuts, which many people know. Mm -hmm. So Supercuts is owned by Regis, which is the largest haircutting company in the world. Anyway, Supercuts isn't one of those brands that people go, oh, yeah, like this is my dream business. It's it's definitely not obvious. But I said, Linda, go on the blind date, go meet the franchisor and get to know them a little before you form an opinion based on what you think Supercuts is. And anyway, she she went down the journey and she's now a franchise owner. And I got to go into her store and film a testimonial in her Supercuts location. Mm. And we were both bawling our eyes out at how it was. It's so real for her. And she says, this is way more fun than it ever has been felt like work. And when, when she, the idea is that when she found the relationship with people that she knew could adequately support her and give her the tools that she needed to help her feel successful and, and a track record that she could look back on and rely on and field support people that would come yeah. to her store and help her, she was able to say yes to her dream. And now she's living her dream. And yesterday we were just co- catching up and she was so grateful for my call, but I, 
I was like, Linda, I have to check in on you. I know you're reopening. How are you doing again during COVID? And again, she just has the most positive, blessed attitude. The first thing out of her mouth was, even wow. during COVID, I'm so glad, Kim, that I'm doing this. I, I was so happy that I followed up with her. I was a little bit nervous about what she might say, <laughs> but uh, she's doing great. So a lot of times these executives who find me or people who find me, again, they're, they have very similar fears and they've heard all the the negatives that business ownership is hard and, you know, you can fail. And, and my whole approach is let's study the people who've been successful and let's partner you with people who have a track record of success as leaders in franchising. And very, very quickly, their fears will be completely diminished. Yeah. Um, so Kim, um, in terms of like franchises that you think have really, like the the opportunity, it's like, man, you know, you know, every franchise isn't for everybody, but here's a few franchise areas that you might want to pay attention to because they're really getting a lot of attention right now or really seem to be kind of in that upward trajectory. What would be those franchise areas that we might want to take a second look at? Okay, great question. And I don't mean to be evasive, but again, it comes back to my process. So any business can be a great investment if the leadership of the franchise is the right leadership for you. So it always comes back to what are you using this business for? Some people want to invest in a business where they can wake up every day and be the full-time owner of the business. Other people want to use it more like a passive real estate investment. So when you work with me, we start at what are your goals. How do you envision yourself being involved in the business, full-time, part-time, semi-absent, absent? And then it, then the conversation about the types of businesses starts from there, right? So it, there, certainly during this COVID time, there are businesses that are more essential oh, yeah. that have been thriving, like cleaning businesses, like yeah. um, even, you know, the fitness businesses have, have really done amazing things as well because Peloton sort of pioneered this path of the virtual trainer, the virtual yeah. workout. And a lot of the big national franchise brands were already kind of going down that path. Thank goodness. One of my biggest fitness franchisors, the timing for them was perfect. They were going to launch a virtual trainer as a revenue stream for corporate. Mm. But instead, when COVID hit, they gave it to their franchisees so their franchisees could trans um, could transfer their you know live workouts to virtual workouts and still be able to make money through membership sales so you know it, again it's these stories on the inside that people on the outside might assume oh people in that business must be going crazy must not be able to make any money and i'm like look don't just assume that what you believe is true you have to be willing to come into this process with an open mind and ask the questions to the right people. Because what if your assumptions are wrong and you actually could open a yoga studio in the heart of a pandemic? Because I, I have done a couple of different multi-unit deals with a couple of fitness brands in April and May. So it is possible. And it's not because of me or I'm, what I'm selling, I'm selling freedom and passion. It's because when they validate with those franchisees in those systems, my candidates heard stories that made them say, oh, there is an opportunity here, even in the heart of a pandemic. Yeah. Uh, so Kim, uh, for someone who's like, oh, okay, I love the way that Kim talks. I love what she's saying. What would be a really great place for someone to kind of 
um, learn more about you or kind of start building a relationship with you. Um, I know you produce great content. Where do we start? How do we okay. dive into the world of Kim Daly? Okay. My website is the best, you know, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm on YouTube. I do love the video. <laughs> so I use videos to educate and teach. I host a lot of live events. How do you learn about all the events I do? Definitely go to the dailycoach.com. I'm mm-hmm. also very active on LinkedIn, a little bit active on Facebook, but more on LinkedIn. These are all great ways, but the, my website, the dailycoach.com ha- hosts my blog, hosts my newsletter, hundreds of testimonials, testimonial videos, my videos, and then of course, more information about my free service that helps people explore franchise opportunities. I love it. Okay. This is all found at thedailycoach.com. The, D-A-L-Y coach.com. Kim Daly, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence each month. We scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.